This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Yes, good evening, nice to be here. My name is Vinnie White, this is the Vinnie White Show. It's about an hour of, uh, I'd call it a, probably a news spaghetti with meaty chunks of news and opinion, peppery facts, a sprinkle of chuckles and a huge dollop of slapdash clumsy shoddiness. The Vinnie White Show. You can text the show on 71010, get involved how you wish, or you can call the show 416-872-1010. We're live. Had a weird day today. Um, you know those little noddy cars, the car to goes that make you look instantly uh, unattractive? Car to go, like, you know, the little smart cars. Got one of those. And I was just leaving the parking lot. And there was a guy struggling to get out of the parking lot. And you know when you... I hate being that guy. I've been that guy where you put something in and it spits it out and you can't work it out and you've got the pressure of someone behind you. But I don't think he was used to his car because he was parked quite a long way from the machine. And then at one point, he tried desperately to lean out, which involved him putting his entire body out of his window. And in so doing it, he accidentally honked himself... So I guess he put his gut, or maybe, I don't know, maybe even his knee, he was that far out, on the horn, honked himself, surprised himself, then got annoyed with me. He looked behind him and went, what? And I said, "You, but you did that. And he said, no, I didn't. I'm like, well, I, I don't. And so I had to compare horns, because he had like an Audi A4, so he had more of a, and I've got a car to go, smart car, so mine was more of a, meep. So I went, no, listen, can you not hear the difference? He goes, ah, shut up. What? How is that? All uh, right. Audi driver. Is that what it is? Yeah, Audis and BMWs. I remember when I did my driving test in England, and one of the first lessons I had was, I don't usually stereotype, said the driving instructor of 35 years. And he said, and I think it's very important never to categorise any particular kind of driver as bad, but just be careful for BMWs. And that was like 20 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. And now the Audis are here. So uh, that was that. Actually, the machines have been against me today. I was working on the machines here, the computers. And uh, you know, like every time you put your password in and just just when you've started remembering it, it says, "Can you can you give us a new one? And you go, oh, yeah, I'll do exactly the same password, but with a different number behind it. Well, anyway, I tried to do that, and it said, no, you need to use an asterisk or a dollar sign or something like that. If computers could talk, really, that's how they should talk, isn't it? Never mind Siri. They should just go, your password's rubbish. Because mm. that's how I feel when they bark at me. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that password. So anyway, I was changing it. I was coming up with all kinds of options and combinations. And eventually just, like, sat on the keyboard. Had to be that random. It's so fussy now. Like, it's only... I'm only using a computer in a News Talk 1010 building. There's no, like, military secrets on there. Just shut up and let me use it. Anyway, so I did this thing so many times. Then I got confused because I'm an idiot. And I locked myself out. So then I had to phone the technical helpline for Bell Media, uh, who are located probably in the Philippines, not sure. And uh, this woman said, right, well, in this situation, we can only email your boss. And I'm thinking, oh, great, because I'd love to phone my boss, who has uh, a new a new baby. 
on a Sunday night and say, hey, can you just check your email and uh, tell me what the password is that they've sent you? So I'm like, no, don't do that. She goes, well, the only other way we can do it is we can reset your password and then I can call you back. I can't do it on this line, but I can call you back and leave a voicemail. So I gave her my cell phone number because I don't know any of the phone numbers in this building. And What's going on? So anyway, she says, all right, I'll call you in a minute with your new password. So she calls me and I say, hi. She goes, yeah, this is the Bell Media Helpline. I've got your new password. Can you put me through to your answer phone? I haven't got an answer phone. I don't know how to do that. I don't know what she's on about. So I said, I can't do that because I haven't got one. She said, I'm not allowed to tell you your password. I'm only allowed to tell you it on your answer phone. So... 20 minutes ago, I caught myself doing this, not even joking. I said, okay, I'll put you through. Hello, you've reached Vinnie White at News Talk 1010. Please leave a message after the beep. And I had to make a beep with my mouth. That's brilliant. I I, would not have thought to do that. And I went beep, which is quite convincing, actually, now I think about it. It's quite perfect, actually. Perfect pitch of uh, answering. Thank uh, you very much. Actually, now I look back at this, I'm bloody amazing. Yeah, I am genuinely impressed. I completely didn't think you that's where that was going. Like, that's a brilliant I idea. I even reanimated my voice. So I went, I'll just put you through to it then. Hello, you've reached Vinnie White. Please leave a message after the tone. Brilliant. Beep. And she went, uh, your password is one, two, whatever it was. I can't even remember it. Should have written it down. I'll be locked out again next week, no doubt. So I just whacked it in the old computer. Bob's your uncle. But it was weird because I had to hang up on her. Like I nearly went, ah, oh, thanks then. But I thought, oh, no, I can't blow my cover. So I just hung up on her. At that point, you could have blown your cover. <laughs> d- d- and ex- then you just illustrate, like, just so you know, this is why this is a terrible, <laughs> illogical system. Fair. Why didn't I do that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just proved the point of why that it didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, because you can fake that. That's There's no, no security buffer by leaving it on the answering machine. I've just realised I haven't introduced who you are. How incredibly unprofessional. For new listeners, this is Pat, the producer. Hello. He pushes buttons and sometimes gets involved. And we like him loveliness. Uh, kicked a 18-year-old girl in the face this week. You? Yep, kicked her in the face. Not intentionally. Uh, No. So give me a scenario that this might have happened. It wasn't intentional, but I kicked an 18-year-old girl in the face. How is that possible? You fell backwards and your feet went up as she was walking towards you and you sort of like, you know, the up kick. So it's, I can't imagine you (laughs) kicking a girl in the face. It it had to be like an accident or you were not looking or it was in like a judo class. Do you you take like kickboxing or something? You're getting there, you're getting there. It was a climbing wall. Oh, so you were lifting your foot up. To- I actually, no, I fell off the wall. And <gasps> um, and she was, I can't blame her, really. She was at the bottom taking a selfie. And I kicked her in the attention. face. But it must have looked like, like from, from her point of view, she must have just thought, that guy really hates selfies. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. So it was like a flying kick. And did it come in like the front of her face or did you kick her in like the side of the head? In the front of her face. I like proper kicked her. I had climbing shoes on, which are quite rubbery. Um, By the way, if you're listening to me and not understanding the accent, I didn't say they're lovely. They're rubbery. But they're also lovely. And um, yeah, so I kicked her in the face. Now, you know, I'm a new Canadian and I don't enjoy kicking, even selfie takers, although we all think about it. I didn't enjoy kicking her in the face. So I said, uh, sorry. And she said, and I quote, what for? <laughs> wow. I, I was forced to say, 
kicking you in the face. And she went, oh, well, I mean, you know, I shouldn't have been taking a selfie. Very forgiving. Wow, good for her. That's amazing, especially from an 18-year-old girl. That's, you know, self-awareness. Well done. Um, Someone else has said, it's not just BMWs and Audis, or Audis, as you call them. What do the Germans call them? That's all that matters. I think Audi. Yeah. Sounds more German. Stick with that, then. Um, It's not just BMWs or Audis. It's Lexus 2. They're not as bad because they're a little bit older. So I always find they're not in quite such a rush. Yeah. You know? Although the Lexus brand is trying desperately to appeal to younger people. So they're they're slowly creeping in. Um, Your worst drivers on 71010. What's the worst car to give the widest berth to? 71010. Let's get stereotypical. So, yeah, that was that. So this week, not only did I kick an 18-year-old in the face, I realised I'm a creepy old man. Same week. I mean, what a terrible week for me and uh, womankind. I was in a restaurant today. I went to get spaghetti up on, um, like, Bloor West. It was nice. And um, I quite often, I think it's the London in me, say, hello, darling, can I have the spaghetti bolognese, right? Now, I'm to be completely honest about this, Pat, is that all right? I, what do you mean? I so can't the waitress, think... waitress, co- server comes over, hello, darling, can I have the spaghetti bolognese? Is that all right? The darling part? Yeah. I, yeah, that's, I can't, it did, I don't imagine anyone who's like a career waitress or being waitressing for a while is going to get upset by that. So, okay, good, because then she went to the kitchen, but she did, I don't think she realised that the door was open, and she said, that man just called me darling. Like, with proper disappointment, like I'm some weird creepy bloke. But it's like a complimentary, affectionate thing. Well, I know, and I do it a lot, so I'm starting to think that I'm just creepy. I don't know. So that's the other text in. 71010. Am I creepy? It's sad that that happened at all. Is that creepy? It's only darling. I didn't go, oh, hello, love. Oh, look at your melons. That would be mental. Yeah, ex- uh, yeah. She was carrying melons. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone else has texted Morris Minor Automobiles. I don't even. I don't think I've ever seen one in Canada. I don't know what that is. No. Well, there you go. I think they're they're being hilariously funny because they've picked an English car. <laughs> oh, is it an English car? Yeah. No, oh, it used to be. Nothing's English anymore. We need to make England great again. Oh God. Um, we'll talk about that orange uh, buffoon later, but very briefly. Let's not get too bogged down with it. Also, I should tell you that coming up on the show. Uh, you remember that guy, James, Quiz Coconut, quizcoconut.ca. He does pub trivia. And he's quite funny and he's very charismatic. He'll be coming in to do a online, on-air trivia night. And Amanda Capito, our Newsy Poo's wonder, will also be in as well. So we'll have a bit of a giggle. Stay around. You're listening to News Talk 1010. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. So your text so far on 71010, one's just come in, it says, uh, you're not creepy, you're borderline horrifying. I think it's my girlfriend, though, so that's all right. And uh, the other one says, uh, smart car drivers are the worst. I don't think they're that bad. But there you go. Uh, I might lose uh, probably 50% of my listeners when I say this, but here we go. I've always had a policy of honesty. Taxi drivers are the worst. There you go. I said it. Good night. How to lose listeners with Vinnie White.
there's one, there's like three that are okay in the whole city. Um, right. I won't even mention the alleged Trump golden shower comments this week, although it does explain his colour. Uh, but I do want to talk about the country music stars that will perform on the eve of his inauguration. Yeah, it's sometimes horrifying to say this, but let's just say it out loud. You ready? Donald Trump's going to be president and in less than a week. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to England this week. That's not sure it's coincidence. Oh, by the way, Pat, I'm not here next week. I'm going to see my mum. I just want to be held while this all begins. Um... That's honestly true. <laughs> it's funny, but it's true. Anyway, so let's talk about this uh, man. Well, he's not even a man, is he? He's a baby. He's an absolute baby. What a complete waste of skin and bone. I can't stand him. And it's only just begun. Yep. He's going to speak at the event. It's on Thursday night, the eve of the inauguration. Um, and he's going to be speaking where Martin Luther King made his famous I Had a Dream speech. Uh, to 250,000 people in 1963. No doubt he'll slam Martin Luther King for not being visionary enough. They don't dream. They just do. Dreaming's for losers. I'm a winner. That I can tell you. I can tell you that. I'm sure I'll say something like that. The world's largest baby becomes the 45th president of the US next Friday, which also happens to be the uh, first day of uh, the four years that I won't be visiting the USA. Uh, the evening is called Make America Great Again, the welcome celebration. It will be hosted by the actor John Voight. Am I saying that right? Voight. Voight. I've never heard of him. I had to look him up. He is an Oscar-winning actor. Jolie's dad. Who? Angelina Jolie's dad. Is it? Yeah, John Voight. Oh, they must have differing opinions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was in Midnight Cowboy, one of the best uh, X-rated movies of all time. Angelina Jolie's dad. Yeah. Imagine that Thanksgiving. So, Dad, who are you voting? Uh, do you want to go here? Wow. Um, anyway, he'll be there. He's uh, He actually is so pro-Trump, he said this, this direct quote, John Voight, Voight? Voight. John uh, says he's the answer to all our problems. We need to get to uh, we need to get behind him. He said he seems to have mixed up Trump with Elon Musk. If you're wondering who's performing at the event, it's an absolute shambles. <laughs> it's it's an absolute disaster. No one wants to do it. No one. Do you know who they've got? Three doors down is the headline. Yeah, that's the headline. <laughs> That's the headline. Imagine going to a festival. Who's headlining? Three doors down. Who? It's the biggest gig of their lives. <laughs> and they've been totally slammed for doing it. Other acts include YouTube performers. Yes. Bottom of the barrel. They're called the Piano Guys. Uh, there's a DJ called DJ Ravi Drums. And apparently that bloke is best known as the musical director for Howie Mandel's short-lived show, How We Do It. Yes, one of the people that are going to be on stage at the inauguration wrote a theme tune to How We Do It. Uh, just for a contrast, by the way, I don't know if you remember President Obama's inaugurations featured Beyonce, Bruce Springsteen, U2 and Stevie Wonder. They're not here. Uh, also, what the hell were they thinking? They asked Moby. Yes, the vegan DJ from New York. He actually tweeted, he said, uh, I was surprised. <laughs> Shockingly, he turned it down. 
He actually says, ha, 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 wait, really? Moby went on, I guess I'd DJ at the inaugural ball if uh, payment for Trump was that he released his tax returns. So, Trump, what do you think? I'll DJ, I'll do it for free, and you can release your tax returns. Uh, they obviously didn't do their research very much. Moby, in 2016, yes, last year, called Trump on Twitter an actual psychopath. Like, all you have to do before you phone Moby is type in Moby, Trump, Twitter, 30 seconds. He's oh, not going to do it. It's almost as if they were winding him up. Yeah. So who have they got? They've got a bloke called uh, Toby Keith, who is a country singer. Uh, country music to me is about as pleasurable to listen to as a baby that's just fallen down the stairs and landed on a megaphone. But some people like it. This guy, though, really weird, okay? He has some shocking lyrics. Now, I was going to play a snippet of this song, but for rights reasons, which I'm yet to understand, Pat can't play it. But I do have the lyrics here. So Toby Keith, who will be performing at the inauguration of Donald Trump, obviously a Trump supporter, country singer, and uh, this is the lyrics of one of his songs. And I'm not making this up, right? Oh, it's called Beer for the Horses, right? Here's the lyrics. Well, a man come on the six o'clock news, said somebody been shot, somebody been abused, somebody blew up a building, somebody stole a car, somebody got away, somebody didn't get too far. Grandpappy told me, back in the day, a man had to answer for the wicked things that he'd done. Take all the rope in Texas, find a tall oak tree, round up all those bad boys and hang them high in the street for all the people to see. Country song there about lynching. Actually about lynching. It goes on to say, justice uh, will be done. Saddle up your boys. You've got to draw a hard line. Believe me. Uh, when the gun smoke settles, we'll be singing a victory tune. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, singing whiskey for the men and beer for the horses. Getting an innocent animal drunk is probably the least worrying thing in that song. Lynching. Unbelievable. So, whatever. I mean, whatever. I mean, we can't cry for four years, can we? Just got to get on with it. There is a, a fantastic new Twitterer out there, though. Because, um, you know, Donald Trump things, so tweets whatever he wants when he has, I mean, it's one of his little baby tantrums. We could go on about Trump's stupid tweets forever, but someone has taken it upon themselves to set up a new Twitter account called Presidential Trump. And it's uh, at Mature Trump Twits, if you want it. Mature Trump Twits. And uh, he's, uh, he's tweeting what Trump should tweet. So, for example, this week he said, Congratulations to Meryl Streep on her Lifetime Achievement Award tonight. No one is more deserving. Your voice of concerns are heard. I'll think about it very deeply. Thank you for your feedback. Uh, he went on to say, uh, Happy New Year to all, including my many opponents who fought hard for what they believe. May 2017 bring us unity, peace, harmony and love. Yeah, because if he can't do it, someone's going to do it on his behalf. Oh. Anyway, let's not. Uh, we can't get in our knickers in a knot about it. I've got an answer. Let's just do some pub trivia. It'll be much more of a laugh. When we come back, we'll do that. We'll talk to Amanda Capito and we'll look at some more chirpy news. Like the mother of three who waved a giant inflatable penis at her neighbour. That's more like it.
This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Vinnie White's on News Talk 1010, your text so far. You guys at media have lots of problem. Trump or people who are patriotic about America have zero problems. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Um, mother of three, 42, waved a giant inflatable penis at her neighbour and she yelled, take a good effing look at this. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is classy. What country did this happen in? Oh, blighty. Yeah, England. Makes you proud. Hello, James. James is also English. Hi, Vinny. Doesn't this make you proud? It does, yeah. Every time. Sometimes, do you remember why you left? Oh, this sort of stuff makes me really miss home as well. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, James is a quiz master. He will be quizzing us with some stuff. But let's get to the bottom of this first. Kim Rivers was told by a district judge her behaviour was downright disgusting. She begged not to be jailed at Southampton Magistrates Court. Apparently it all started when Rivers admitted harassing a neighbour after they fell out over some boundaries of a hedge. That got pretty hot pretty quick. She decided it was a good idea to uh, wave a giant inflatable penis at the neighbour, saying, take a good effing look at this. That's you, that is. And that, my friend, is classy. Um, She's proud. She was given a five-year restraining order, which is tricky when you live next door. <laughs> and I'm told to do 150 hours of unpaid work. It's quite a lot. Probably gardening. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps blowing up balloons for children's parties. Who knows? You've got to use the talents you've got. Absolutely, you yeah. I'm literally going to give you the horn. Um, Australian man installs the world's most annoying car horn, but it does the job. Yeah, an Aussie motorist this week has been... Uh, very much slandered by social media after he posted a video of himself driving around Melbourne uh, with a dash cam footage blasting a horn that is taken from a freight train. Wow. I know. Um, it's so loud and so many decibels, it's definitely illegal and also makes people jump out of their skin. Many on social media think that Tim, the Aussie, enjoys the sound of his horn a little bit too much. Uh, one comment said, that's not fair. That's more annoying than an asthmatic playing a recorder. Ooh. That is some bad noise. Uh, some, <laughs> someone else wrote underneath uh, his video, mate, a horn that scares the life out of people. I'd love one, but, mate, you need to let it go. Seem like you're sounding like your own horn a little too much. Everybody stuffs up sometimes while driving, even you. So, hey, maybe use your horn for a shorter time. What do you think of that? I want to, first of all the comment and then the accuracy of my brilliant accent. The, the, the accent was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Australians are cursing you right now. Well, we often get confused for Australians anyway here, yeah, actually, true. don't we? Yeah. So they, Might as well have just done my own. Yeah, they, they're probably your listener can't tell. Um, Hang on, are you saying there's only no, one? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm incredibly popular. <laughs> I've got nearly as many listeners as your quizzes have in the pub. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twelve some weeks, yeah. Do you drive around Toronto? Uh... Not so much. I take the take the streetcar quite a bit. But we there have are times when I'm driving that I would absolutely love that horn, particularly when people block the intersection. You know, yes. I know it's not going to achieve anything because they can't move anyway. But just think of the joy. The, the tailgate in here is out of control. I find tailgating. Yeah, you know, driving right up behind the the car in front. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind Canadian drivers really. I think uh, my only problem with is the Ottawa ones. I used to live in Ottawa. And that is, they are so safe, they're dangerous. They're like, now go on, you go. Now you go. Oh, no, you go. Well, I think you were here first. Move! 
Amanda Capino joins us in her uniform that is a onesie. <laughs> I just thought maybe today you wouldn't mention it. Every time. You look so warm and snuggly. I am. Any Don't room? you wish you had a onesie? <laughs> Any room for another? <laughs> you could try to squish in. Yeah. It's kind of baggy. I thought you had two. You only ever seem to wear the one. I only have this one. Oh. I wash it in between. Didn't you buy two from the one-of-a-kind show? Yeah, like me and my friend bought one. Oh, I see. Matching onesies. <laughs> <laughs> you never have enough. So you have, sometimes have pillow fights with your friend. <laughs> sure, whatever fantasy you want to imagine, go right ahead. This is coming on the day that I found out I was a little bit creepy. I, I was talking about this with Pat earlier, you weren't here, but I went to a restaurant today and I said, hello darling, if I could just have the spaghetti. And then she went out to the back of the restaurant, didn't think I could hear her, and said to the, some guy, that man just called me darling. Yeah, she, well, don't use pet names on strangers. Is it creepy then? Well, I don't know. You guys get away with it because you have an accent. Well, evidently not. No. Well, see, she's just holding you to the same standard that she's holding everyone else. Would you be upset if I, not knowing you, and you worked in a bar or whatever, called you darling? <sighs> I've been, I'm not consistent. Like, I have been bothered by it. Mm. I, ha- I was at the airport, actually, just, I went to Florida over the holidays. Mm. And um, I one of the security guards called me beautiful. Like, hey, beautiful. And I just. Oh, that's weird. Well, so where do you draw the line? Like, that a, bothered me. That is, bothered me. Is I, he a border worker? He was He was uh, just security within Pearson Airport. So I don't know. It just, if I had been with my family, would you have called me beautiful? Yeah. Pro- like, probably not. Because I was alone. I was try- I was getting on a plane by myself. And I looked like garbage. Like, I was not even, I wasn't even onesie cute. I was even like, <laughs> <laughs> it was next level, like, comfort wear. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I just and I, and I was really bothered by it, and I just. Not of his context, though. But then it's I mean, like, look okay, at the beautiful. Yeah. Look, look, and... at the, look at the difference between these two statements. Hello, beautiful. Can I just see your papers? And then. Mm, hello, beautiful. <laughs> no. Oh, let me have a look at those papers. No, honestly, I don't think beautiful should can be used no. casually. Either way, but well, darling, the... I think can. Like, I wouldn't really be bothered if you had said darling to me, but the word beautiful, I just think is it's just a, a bit much. I think I'm either too young or too old, and I haven't worked out which one it is to use that. So I think I'm going to knock it on the head and just go, go for. Is love any better, or was that worse? I think because also Canadians would never really say love, so that's m- even more so. Uh... Sugar boobs. <laughs> Yeah, try that one and just see what happens. <laughs> Can't wait. Hello, sugar boobs. Spaghetti, please. Aww. Why are you slapping me? <laughs> uh, when we come back, Amanda, who is looking cute and lovely, and James, who is, you know, attempting it, will be uh, partaking in a pub quiz thanks to the quiz master that is, the trivia master that is, Quiz Coconut. That coming up on News Talk 1010. <laughs> This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Just organising a bit of paper and a pen because quiz time is upon us. Should the listeners at home get a pen? Absolutely. I've got ten questions and they can uh, see how they do at home. I can't but, tell you how much I love doing quizzes. I it's love doing trivia. It's really weird, isn't it? I just absolutely get a kick of joy. Until I lose, then I will attack Amanda. <laughs> 
Um, if you'd like to play along at home, you are about to listen to the quiz master, the trivia master, that is quizcoconut.ca. His name's James, he's British, he's a buddy of mine, and he does uh, pub quizzes and corporate entertainment type stuff here in Toronto and further afield for that matter. I like that you had to stipulate that he was British. Yeah, why did I feel the need to do that? Especially because he has a, a very clear accent. Like, it really, it speaks for itself. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> All right, take it away, buddy. What you got? Well, so my main thing is, is that everyone was saying how uh, 2016, very depressing, celebrities dying, political things going wrong. Um, I'm going to look on the brighter side of that because actually some great things happened. You know, did you know that world... Uh, hunger was at a record low in 2016. Good to know. More people learned to read and write. 93% of children, that is the highest ever. So we're going to focus on some good things that happened last year. I've got a few questions about that. Love it. Okay. So here you go. Question one, A, B or C, multiple choice for you. Which of these good news, uh, well, good news happened to pandas, okay? Good news for pandas. Was it A, they were taken off the endangered species list? Was it B... Climate change is proving great for bamboo growth. Or was it C, the WWF logo was voted world's best black and white logo at the 2016 World Logo Awards? All right. OK. Number two. Peru and Bolivia signed a deal to protect which natural wonder? And the clue is that it's got a bit of a childish, smutty name. If you like laughing at childish, smutty names, this one might make a you laugh. Natural wonder. It's a natural wonder, uh, and it's the highest of its type in terms of altitude. Okay. Okay. I don't know, really. Have you got any idea? Yeah. <laughs> but now, because you don't know, I'm doubting myself because it's like. Go with your gut. I've been to Peru and Bolivia. Okay, so, how so is come it on. Possible for me to not know this. Okay, I, let's keep going. Yeah, we go. Yeah. Number three. <laughs> Sorry, I've <laughs> got a bit Donald Trump all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. <laughs> Crack on, mate. Sorry. Um, so, obviously, George Michael passed away. That's sad news. Let's focus on the fact that he had loads of great, successful hits. Three number ones, actually, as a duet with another artist or a group. Uh, well, let's exclude the ones that he had with Wham. So name any of those three. We've got two solo artists and a group. He had a number one single, three different number ones. Sharing the success. Oh, good man. Okay. Okay, number four is sports-related, Canadian sports-related. Now, uh, you know Tim Horton, famous for the coffee and the donuts. Well, it turns out he actually used to play hockey before. Um, I and knew this. Canadians yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I, yeah. Actually, that's not entirely true. Because what <laughs> yeah, I, we do. That's no. common knowledge. That's not it's a... not, because I was once in a Tim Hortons in Montreal when I first moved to Canada, and I said, who was Tim Horton? And she had to go out the back and ask. Get out of here. Honestly. Maybe she wasn't Canadian. Maybe not. There you go. And okay. we've got, a, you, know, you know that Dave Starbucks used to play cricket? Of, I didn't that, know that. Is that's, that real? That's not true. No, that's not true. Oh, I got you there. Um, anyway, Tim Hall. He's a quiz guy. Oh. I was believing everything. He has he's the more of all. Uh, don't believe everything. I didn't think Starbucks was a person. <laughs> oh, don't worry, See my face? I was just perplexed. Don't wet your onesie. <laughs> well, Starbucks was actually the character in Moby Dick. That's, that's true. Anyway, right. So Tim Horton uh, used to play for Maple Leafs and his shirt was retired last year. What number was he? 
So the Maple Leafs retired a load of shirts. It's the first time that they, I think, done that for a very long time. Uh, What number was retired as Tim Horton's shirt number? That's number four. Do you know that, man? Are you just guessing? I like. I just guessed, but maybe I I don't know. A number came to my mind immediately, so I'm just going with that. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. That that, that means nothing. Yeah. Okay, number five. Great news. Ebola has been wiped out in Western Africa. Amazing. Isn't that fantastic? Wonderful. So Ebola, the name, comes from which of these three things? A, it's the monkey which transmitted the disease. B, it's the river flowing through the village where it was discovered. Or C, it's actually a tribal word meaning blood. So monkey, river or blood. The word Ebola. Wiped out now in Western Africa. Great news. All right. Okay, Okay. number six. The Olympics were fantastic, weren't they? Brilliant. And and Canada won four gold medals. You can name any of the events that they got a gold medal in. Oh, and do we get a point for each or just... just... See how many you can name, yeah. Mm. There were four different ones, four different golds. What's the one that isn't skeleton? So this is Summer Olympics. So it's, it's 2016 uh, themed. 2016, Come yeah. on. Can we take this out? Just li- <laughs> <laughs> this won't make it into the podcast, will it? Yeah. yeah. I just see him scratching on his paper. Just <laughs> a, <laughs> it's viciously scratching. I forgot there was a bloody summer, okay? <laughs> uh, okay, so four different events there. Um, I'll move on to And them. I love that you actually thought you were going to get all four. <laughs> you started that with, can I, can I guess all of them? <laughs> Figure skating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, number seven, Canadian province. Which Canadian province agreed to protect 85% of its rainforest and in turn saving the life of the spirit bear? Oh, this one I actually Wait, sorry. Say, I'll what's... say that again. Yeah. So which Canadian province agreed to protect 85% of its rainforest and in turn saving the life of the spirit bear? Oh, if you can call it a rainforest. This is a rainforest, yeah. Okay. For sure. So that might help you with the province, yeah. yeah also might confuse okay. me. Here we go. Number eight. Which music artist tweeted, if you thought 2016 was bad, I'm releasing a new album in 2017. <laughs> you got three choices. Was it James Blunt? That's A. Was it KD Lang? That's B. Or Cliff Richard? C. Blunt, Lang, Richard. Okay. Okay. Two questions left. Number nine. Which of these organisations has kept its data on eight-inch floppy disks since 1988? Is it A, the Saskatchewan Tax Service Office? Is it B, the US Nuclear Weapons Department? Or is it C, the North Korean Army Training Guides? Saskatchewan, US, North Korea. Bit weird cruise, wasn't it? And finally, number 10. Uh, This is yet more good news. Fundraising from a viral activity, which was viral in 2014, the funding from that has now managed to isolate the genetic cause for the relevant disease that it was raising money for. Probably the only one that I actually know. (laughs) So yet more good news. 100% solid. Can you not only give us the initials, though? Can you you write out the... No. 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 (laughs) Nor could I. (laughs) Okay. okay, would you mind... Can um, I just give... Can I have a yeah. moment to review? 
Do yeah, have any, do, not to ask again, but I just wrote hints for myself that I just want to like. How do you want to play this? Do you want to ask the question and then Amanda and I will take turns to yeah. answer our answers? Sure. How about that? Sure. So start again from number one, and Amanda, you can answer this, and then number two, I'll answer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Here we go. So number one was the good news that happened to pandas. So what do you reckon, Amanda? Okay. Um, I put A that it, they are off the endangered species list. It is A. Yeah. <sighs> Well done. Oh, no I always liked the logo. Ended. I thought it was the logo one. <laughs> you really thought it was the logo one? That was the, the fake one he just made up. Yeah, I'm a graphic designer. I've always oh, had an eye for that logo. Good logo. It's a Forget great it. logo. Yeah. Forever's okay. a punchy. Uh, okay, number two was Peru and Bolivia agreeing to protect which natural wonder? Vinny. I put the Atacama Desert. Are you joking? It's not. That doesn't sound smutty. Machu <laughs> oh, Picchu. No? It's not that either. Well, at least that natural. sounded like funny and rhymy. It's a bit better. Yeah, Hang on, let me get some more. Um, the Not the Andes. That's not. That's not that sound... naughty. No. Uh, I don't know. No, give me a. Hang on. It... Don't you dare. Uh, is it an island? It's not an island. It is. Is it high altitude? That's it's, what made me think Machu Picchu. It's the most high altitude. Oh, I bet it's a volcano with a silly name. It's not. It's the, the Lake, Lake Titicaca. Oh, for goodness oh. sake. I feel so stupid. Okay, so it's 1-0 so far. Number three, you can have any of these artists who had a number one with George Michael. So the first one was Aretha... Oh, sorry. Did he, what was your answer? Oh, no, yeah. I don't know now. No, just oh, okay. This is the only one I struggle with. Can you ask, can you ask the question again? Yeah, George Michael had num three number one singles yeah. with other artists. But yeah. individual artists is what... I don't even know now. Yeah, who, it, who are they always featuring? I don't know. So he did, he did a... a a duet with Aretha Franklin, yeah. and then he also did one with Elton John, yeah. and then he did one with Queen. Yeah. What's the question? So, well, those are the they, answers. They're, they're, they're the answers. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I put them down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got nothing on that. This is an absolute astonishing waste okay. of time. How about this one? You'll do well on this one. The Tim Hortons. Was number, one of them? Don't four. let the sun go down on me. It was, well. yeah. I actually know that, Elton. and I know Lake Titicaca is the highest lake in the world. So I don't know what's happening to my little brain. But Not... see, in a quiz scenario, Vinny, if you came and told me that you knew the answers at the end, <laughs> you still work. wouldn't get the no, prize. It doesn't count, does it? <laughs> right, well, I'm up in the game. Number four, the Tim Hortons one. So that's lucky number seven, Tim oh. Hortons. What did you put, Amanda? No, I put 92. I don't know. 92? <laughs> I don't know why they just came to Do my I mind. get half a point? I was one away at number eight. Uh, no, you get nothing. No, no, uh, number five, Ebola has been wiped out. What do you reckon, Amanda? I put C, the blood. Vinny? Oh, I put the same. It's B, actually. It's the uh, river. I was debating because they're mosquitoes yeah. and water. Yeah. Uh, six, the Olympics. Name any of the events that Canada won gold. Any ideas? Horse dancing, but I can't remember what it's called. No. Oh, uh, it's called dressage, isn't it? Dressage, yeah, it's not that. Uh, gymnastics? Uh, well, you've got the trampoline. Yep. Canada's very good at the trampoline. They won gold last time as well, so that's one of them. Uh, mm. High jump, that's another one. Yeah. Wrestling. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. Maybe. You've been on a night out in Ottawa, you've probably seen that. And then mm. uh, swimming. Oh, I put diving. Yeah, well, you get half five? of that. Yes. So it's got water yes. involved, yeah. I've got one. I've got one out of five. So <laughs> one out of six so far, actually. What have you? What you want at the moment? One point five. Oh, wow! God. I really needed that half a point. Number seven, Canadian province, which is saving the spirit bear. What do you reckon? Quebec. It's not Quebec. Oh, BC. It is BC. Because rainforest. 
That's what I figured. I could have sworn he said that protected loads of the. You seemed confident on that no, one. You made, yeah. because you made did me jittery thing, in my but onesie. They didn't do it with the rainforest, no doubt. Oh, I'm such an idiot today. Number okay. eight. Who tweeted if Just you today. thought 2016 was bad on releasing a new album in 2017? Okay, can I guess this one? Yes. Based on the fact that he's a right laugh, yeah. got to be James Blunt. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah! yeah. Darn. He's really funny. I love him. Uh, number nine was the uh, which organisation has kept their data on a floppy disk since 1988? What I guess you... Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? No, that's wrong. Darn. More up to date than that. I've got the US nuclear weapons. That's absolutely spot on. It wow. cost them $60 million to maintain it. Uh, just that, that, that data. It's crazy, isn't it? And then the last one, fundraising from which activity has basically cured the disease it was raising money for? What do you reckon? ALS Bucket Challenge. Spot on. Yeah. Very good. So I've got that. Uh-oh, so now I think you can't we're close. Tell us what ALS stands for, can you? Uh, syndrome is probably the S. Mm. Quizzing the Quizmaster, yeah, I see. You, well, you can't wow. turn it Turns on. Out. He just feels <laughs> bad because well, he didn't get a lot of answers. He's trying to stump you now. Okay. okay. Totals. Do you want mine or yours? Who should we go first? Oh, man. <sighs> I think you beat me. I got the one for trampoline if you can give me that i've got one for james blunt one for new u.s nuclear weapons one for als that's a total of four four that's uh, pretty good no i got 3.5 no. oh. but then in fairness i think well, it's probably a draw because i said gymnastics i didn't say trampoline so i don't know if that I was your a... first answer yeah. no your first answer was horse thing horsies yeah, yeah i don't yeah i think let's call it a draw shall we call okay. it a draw yeah draw. yeah can i quickly say that you can find a quiz as exciting as this, every Tuesday night <laughs> at the Stone Line in the Beaches. Come and see me every Tuesday at 7.30. Cool. And how can I find out more about your amazing services? Thank you for asking, Billy. You can go to quizcoconut.ca. You can find out where nights are. More importantly, um, you know, we do... Uh, team building, fundraising events, things like that. James, uh, James you do more. everything. Didn't, I do everything. The even other day DJ someone as well, asked so him if fair. he could find a DJ and he just went, no, I'll do that as well. <laughs> and then they asked you, didn't they ask you to do it in French? I'm doing it in French. He yeah. doesn't speak French. He goes, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Je suis le quiz master. <laughs> How are you going to do that? I I'm going to work it out this week. I'm even going to, I'm going to Thunder <laughs> Bay next out. weekend as well. So uh, if... If you know anyone who is in Thunder Bay, it's a fundraiser for a soccer team there. Please come along. Or tell people that you know. <laughs> I will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's all for a fantastic cause. Is your business model just say yes to everything Absolutely. and work it out later? Absolutely. <laughs> it yes. seems to be working, yeah. though, doesn't oh, it? Well, we're we'll getting there. We're getting there. You're legends. Yeah. It's you good know, fun. you just promoted all that stuff, James. I don't know if you noticed that you did that. Oh, did you notice that you promoted some stuff on I, the radio there? I did, yes. Yeah. I was just wondering, I mean, it's not relevant to anything, it's just popped into my brain. You don't know anywhere to get a canvas print, do you, mate? Do you know what? I, I would like to know if I did have a photo which I wanted to blow up onto mm. canvas. Mm. Maybe I wasn't quite sure about paying for it in advance and I wanted to see it before I paid for it. Mm. Do you, have you got any ideas? Well, no, Amanda, could you help us? <laughs> oh, um, I heard of this place called like Mr. Photo Canvas. I don't know, maybe he... Maybe he oh, let me just it. type that in. <laughs> Mr. Photo what? Canvas? Dot com. Yeah, that's it. Well, looky here, I seem to own it. This what is the <laughs> worst rating. <laughs> People it's are turned off by now. <laughs> Don't worry, it's my last ever show. <laughs> it was always going to happen. Uh, I'm going to England next week. Do you want me to pick you anything up? Uh, yeah, some good chocolate, actually. Yeah. yeah. Dairy milk? Uh, that's normally pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah the good chocolate and... Um... Tea bags? You can get pretty much everything in now. I don't really drink tea, actually. When I first moved here ten years ago, it was quite hard to get things like Marmite and, you know, proper crisps and stuff. Now you can get everything, can't you, really? 
those hula hoops. Bacon rashers, those crisps. Oh, fantastic. Do you remember scampi Chips. fries? Yeah, you can get them here, actually. No. Yeah, you can, you can get them at Dollarama. Oh What's my a scampi God. fry? Uh, it's... <laughs> Um, it's the ultimate right, can sort you of... not say it on the air? What no, is it? It, it just sounds so repulsive. It, it leaves your fingers smelling of fish and lemon. <laughs> that um, sounds disgusting. Yeah, they're crisps, as we call them, chips, as you call them. They're extremely crunchy, and I don't know what the hell they put in there, but it is a seafood adventure. <laughs> okay, a seafood adventure. Yeah, they're probably enough to give you and a they're... coronary bypass within 10 minutes. <laughs> and they're at Dollarama? This sounds like a disaster. No, they're not at Dollarama. I think they are. I think no. I'm getting mixed up there. No, you're thinking of like Space Raiders. Land, aren't I? Yeah, you're not thinking of the right thing. I saw a really weird thing this week. How weird is this? I saw a programme on the Channel 4 in the UK called A Very British Brothel. And it had loads of... Um, so please Great thank time you to stop the quiz yeah. music. <laughs> no, just <laughs> as we lurk into a dodgy area and I'm filling for time with some television that I'm not sure I should have told you I watched. That seems to have come to a rather embarrassing end. No, I think it's all right. If you if you um, hack Channel 4, if you watch British television, then, then I really encourage you to watch A Very British Brothel. It's based in the north of England in a slightly impoverished area. And um, the the ladies of the night, as well as selling their services of massage, etc. I couldn't help but notice, right, as you walk in... Because it's, it's Sheffield, so like, all right, love, yeah, you're right, all right, pop upstairs, do you want a quick brew? I was like, so they offer them cups of tea and stuff, the gentlemen, the, the Johns, I think you call them. Right, behind the counter where you organise your service, there's a whole load of scampi fries. Wow. Like, that's too much, isn't it? Who, who thinks, God, you know what I want is to use a lady of the night, but also a pack of scampi fries as well. Maybe it's for afterwards. I suppose yeah. so. You've probably worked up. You need some energy. Yeah. Well, this show <laughs> sure got pretty bloody uncomfortable. Okay. Glad I've that's learned over. so much. I'm so, <laughs> yeah. I'm so grateful I came in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a complete disaster. <laughs> see you next time if we're lucky. Uh, I won't be here next week because I'm in England. Have yourself a lovely week and I'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for coming in. James from quizcoconut.ca and the Newsy Poos onesie wearer that is Amanda Capito. And thank you for pressing buttons, Pat. See ya. 